Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Do you ever struggle with letting go? You might be needing to let go of some clothing that's been sitting in your closet forever that you never wear. In fact, I advise you do that. Or you might have had a difficult time letting go of a relationship that you know isn't good for you. Sometimes you might even have a hard time just letting go of certain thoughts or worries that keep going around and around in your head. Often, even something that was great for us at one time can become a limitation later on and we'd have to let it go. Life in this world is full of comings and goings, entrances and exits. If we're holding on to something, sooner or later, we'll have to let it go. So today, we're going to explore the important topic of being psychic and the art of letting go. Yes, there is an art to letting go, isn't there? Otherwise, we wouldn't even need to talk about it. We'd all be letting go of whatever we need to be done with and move on from it. Yet, we all experience some difficulty when it comes time to let go of certain things in our life. Fortunately, like all human creative endeavors and skills, the art of letting go can be learned. People often ask me for help that requires that they let go of something or someone first before they can move on to have their next new step in life. They tell me things like, I'm having a really difficult time letting go of my ex and moving on with my life, or I'm trying to make my elderly mother try out the experimental treatment for her terminal illness, but she won't because she said she's had a long and good life and it's time for her to go. Or, I know it's just a memory, but I can't get the image of that terrible experience out of my mind. Or more commonly, I'm still angry and hurt that my friend lied to me. How do I move on from that? In those examples, and hundreds more, hundreds more, The person feels stuck in some way and wants to move on in their life to something better than what they're stuck on. Whenever you feel stuck where you are, your life in some way, in your life in some way, even if it's as seemingly mundane, as simple as having a closet full of old clothes you don't wear anymore, but can't seem to give, sell, or throw away to make space for the new, you need to let something go that you're somehow holding on to. Obviously, most of the time, you're not physically holding on to the thing or person or thought with your hands, but you're always holding on to them in your mind. Or in my teeth. (laughs) Mostly your mind. (laughs) At times, you might be consciously holding on, whereas at other times, you're not at all aware that you're holding on to them. I see this all the time in my work. So the practice of letting go of anything happens in your own mind. 
The skill of letting go is one of making a conscious new choice and following through with all that comes with making that choice. Then, what does being psychic have anything to do with learning and practicing the art of letting go? Michael and I often repeat, psychic is anything you do with the soul or is of a spiritual nature. Only when we are aware of being an immortal soul or spiritual being are we able to access the truth in anything. All truth is within you as a spiritual being. Only in truth are you limitless. As a body, of course, you are limited. Truth is limitless and eternal. It can only be in spirit. The ultimate secret to letting go of anything is to see and know that truth of the matter. Once in, once you see and know the truth of the matter, you will instance, instantly let go of whatever you're holding on to in your mind because you only ever hold on to what you think is true but ultimately is not true. A simple and common example of that might be, for instance, as soon as you see that it is just a misunderstanding and that your friend didn't actually lie to you, you end up letting go of that hurt and anger that you were holding in your mind and thinking that she betrayed your trust. And then you go on to guilt for a little while. (laughs) A bit more complicated example in a similar situation might be one in which your friend actually did lie to you, but you see the deeper truth that she did so believing she was protecting you from being hurt, for instance. Taking that one step further, you may discover that your friend not only actually lied to you, but did so deliberately to get back at you for something she was angry about. Is there a deeper truth to become aware of that will set you free from whatever you are holding on to? Of course there is. In this example, it seems there is no redeeming factor that you see at first that will allow you to let go of the feelings and thought you've been holding on to. No matter how many ways you think about it, it seems that your friend did you wrong and should have at least apologized or pay in some way, redeem herself in your eyes. When you're holding on to something at this level, trying to intellectually justify or rationalize the experience isn't going to get you to the deepest truth that will free you from what you are holding on to. You have to be psychic. You have to own being the spiritual self that you truly are and use your soul or psychic abilities of intuition to know and clairvoyance to see the truth of the matter. And it's let it go, let it go, let it go. (laughs) Oh, that was uh, let it snow. (laughs) Uh, Well, yes. And what's the truth of the matter? Well, before we jump to that, What will help you get to it is to ask yourself this question first. Would I rather be right in this matter or would I rather be happy again? Ah. If you ask this question truthfully of yourself, you would have to come to terms with yourself as to whether you feel that you've been placed on this earth to be the whistleblower to this injustice you've experienced or you would rather choose your battles more carefully and forego being right in this situation and choose to be happy again. After all, if you decide to hold on to being right, 
you're going to continue to feel betrayed, hurt, sad, and angry. On the other hand, if you choose to be happy, you'll have to let go of being righteously betrayed, hurt, sad, and angry, and get on with being happy. Being right about something makes you hold on to what has already happened and continues to make you the victim of that experience that you already had. Being right keeps the flames of the past alive in the present. Perhaps that's where that expression, still holding the torch for that person, (laughs) comes from. You're still burning with suffering inside in some way. Choosing to be happy regardless of what happened, however, forces you to look to the present rather than hold on to the past in your mind. Holding on to anything in your mind means that you're continuing to put forth more of your creative energy to that memory in your mind. This is a type of resistance. And that's why it's been said that what you resist persists or what you resist you become. Being happy makes you drop that resistance and move forward on to your path to freedom. Now, even if what you need to do is to sue the person who injured you in some way from their negligence or criminal act so that you can be financially compensated for the problems that that person created for you. If you are first happy with yourself, you're not beholden to the outcome nor would you need to continue to carry the burden of your suffering in your mind. The lawsuit becomes a creative project for you so you can benefit yourself and your healing process. But if you go through legal proceedings holding your grudge, you will merely delay or even invalidate your healing process. So ultimately, choosing to be happy becomes the way to go, even if you decide to prove that you are factually and legally correct without compromising your well-being to do so. What happens when you choose your happiness over your rightness? You begin to look at the deepest truth of whatever the matter was that you got stuck on in the first place. For one thing, you can't truly be happy until you see and experience the truth of an unpleasant or painful experience. As the saying goes, truth shall set you free. It is absolutely true that in the light of truth, all lies and illusions disappear. Unhappiness comes from believing in and being hostage to an illusion or what is ultimately not the truth. What happens when we have a painful experience and we experience some degree of suffering? As souls, we are forever creating images of every experience we have. It's like we're running our holographic, high-def, surround-sound video camera 24-7. Most of us, of all that we record, just gets recorded and filed away in the memory banks in our mind. When we have a traumatic and painful experience, however, We leave that part of our mind and unconsciousness of that experience gets recorded there. Then unconsciously, we cover that unconsciousness or unconscious frame of our life video with other images with thoughts and feelings. 
the more images that get stuck onto the original image, the darker and more filtered and, and changed that memory of the experience becomes from, it, from what it was really <clears throat> about when it happened. Here's an extremely simplified example of what happens. Let's say that you were playing as a child, running away from a friend, chasing you in the playground, having a great time. And since you were looking back to see how close your friend was getting to catching you, you ran into a big steel pipe and got knocked unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What you remember later is that you were running and then something happened and you came to on the ground with people fussing over what happened to you and worry. You don't have any recollection of what happened between those moments. Meanwhile, while you are aware soul, you know, as the awareness, you're out to lunch, (laughs) so to speak, and out of your body level consciousness. Well, during that time, your friends started screaming for help. And adults and other children came running toward your prone and unconscious body. Let's say that your friend was terrified that you were dead and that he was responsible for killing you and that he was in big trouble. And the first responding adult was frantically checking you for your breathing and pulse while shouting angrily. Why didn't you look where you were going? <laughs> What's the matter with What's you? What's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> Some of all that emotional and mental upset by other people gets recorded into that unconscious part of your mind. Eventually, long after this incident, when one of the major factors overlaid on top of your original image of the experience of getting knocked out gets reactivated in your mind by another incident. You might experience getting hysterical and feeling a headache and that something might be seriously wrong with you. You might keep thinking, what's the matter with me? Why didn't I see this coming? And so forth. Notice in this example, your original experience was simply running into a pole and getting knocked out. Pretty much everything else was added on to that initial image after that fact. None of what was added on to that experience was real or true. They were just people's reactions, judgments, opinions, and so on. If you look at what happened and what you experienced that you got stuck on in some way as a hurtful or negative experience, you will eventually discover that very little of what you believe that you actually experienced was the real experience. And when you realize What the truth is of that experience, all that was hurtful disappears and true healing happens. Wouldn't that be a much better outcome than to perpetuate an unjust war that no one can really win, even by being totally right in some way? So this is the background of the need for letting go of what already happened and creating something new in the present that allows us to grow wiser and more compassionate. Ultimately, all letting go is forgiving through seeing the truth of the matter. There's a common misconception about letting go that 
hang up many people who are trying to let go of something that's been a source of their continued suffering or unhappiness. Their misconception is that letting go means getting rid of. When you believe that if you let go of something, that thing that you let go of will end and be no more. For example, if you let go of a former relationship after making the choice that it was not healthy or helpful to you to continue in that relationship in any way, are you expecting to not think of that person or that person would leave you alone or that you would cease to remember the experiences that you found painful? Letting go is almost the opposite of trying to get rid of something. Letting go actually means the same thing as letting something be just as it is. To let someone be as that person is. To let an experience be as the experience was. That means not resisting it, not fighting to change it, not beating yourself up for it, not trying to control it or fix it in any way. In a strictly physical analogy, if you're holding on to a ball in your hand, you might be gripping it so that you don't drop it. If you decide to let go of the ball, you might open up your fists so that the ball could be just as it is and do whatever it might do naturally. If you were holding the ball with the palm of your hand facing downward, when you open your grip to let the ball be, it would just fall to the ground. Yes. Even if the ball falls to the ground or rolls away, the ball still is a ball and is somewhere. If you look toward it, you would see it even long after you let it go. Letting something go doesn't necessarily change that thing or person or situation. It just allows that thing or person or situation just to be what it is. Well, we're coming up on our first break already. In our next teleclass coming up is this... Saturday, April 3rd from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. If you want to learn how to do energy work to feel better, we'll teach you that so you can feel like yourself again. This is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series, and everyone is welcome to join us. For all the details and to sign up, go to our April events calendar section on our website, Michael. Tamora.com. That's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A.com. Or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. And speak with our absolutely fabulous assistant, Noel, who knows everything about what we're doing. We We will return in just a couple of minutes with Being Psychic and the Art of Letting Go. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. 
Inspirational, a must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Are you ready for more on being psychic and the art of letting go? Let's let Michael continue. Oh, I thought you were going to say, let's let Michael go. (laughs) He won't leave. Well, actually, I know there's been a couple of opportunities I've had to do that when you've been out of your body and your near-death experiences, and um, I didn't let you go Uh, (laughs) because I didn't want to. Yes. It wasn't time. (laughs) Well... Uh, Before the break, you know, I was talking about the difference between letting go and trying to get rid of. A lot of people, I I hear all the time people saying, oh, I'm trying to let go of this. I'm trying to let go of this, whether it's it's a bad habit or a person, relationship, or let go of uh, some old thing, piece of clothing they have that they just can't seem to let go of kind of a thing. And every time I listen to and watch the people saying, I'm trying to let go, I'm trying to let go, I'm trying to let go. Invariably, every single time, I'm seeing them not just not letting it go, but they're holding it on, holding on to it completely by trying to get rid of it. And and it occurred to me uh, many years ago, when this kept on happening. I'm just watching people declaring with passion, I want to let go of this. I'm trying to let go of this. And it just won't let go. It, it was on a psychic level, it was similar to watching, you know, do you ever have uh, uh, a wad of bubble gum stuck to your hand <laughs> when you were a kid, you know, and, and you're shaking your hand. I'm trying to let go of this. I'm trying to get let go of this. It won't go. It's stuck. It's like that because the people I was observing didn't know. They, they assumed in their mind that they were letting go, but what they were doing was trying to get rid of. They were resisting having this thing, all right? It's, it's like resisting having that wad of bubble gun stuck on your hand, and you're trying to do everything to get rid of it, get rid of it. But when you do that, not only are you not letting it go, you're actually holding on to it on a mental level, holding on. Physical level may be a little bit different, but on a mental level, when you're holding on, it's because you're putting more of your energy and attention on something. 
I mean, if you do that, as uh, uh, Raphael mentioned a couple times in other shows, our friend who said, uh, where attention goes, energy flows. Your, your attention is on the thing you want to get rid of. And so you're, you're putting, you're, a lot of times people, I see people pouring their energy, creative power into the very thing they want to get rid of. And it stays, not only does it stay, but it gets bigger in their mind, right? And they don't realize that. So letting go is not like that. It's, it's totally not like trying to get rid of something. If you are trying to let go because you really want to get rid of something, it's not going to work, period. It's not going to work because you're doing the opposite of letting it just be. Letting go just means letting it be as it is. You're not trying to change it. You're not trying to oppose it. You're not trying to uh, fix it. You're not trying to solve it. You're not trying to do anything to or about it. Huh. Which means you're not putting your attention on it and you're not pouring your energy, creative energy, into doing anything about it or toward it or anything. Getting, trying to get rid of something is you're trying to do something about it. You're trying to get rid of it. If you're trying to fix it, heal it, you're trying to do something about it. Change it, you're trying to do something about it. So as long as in your mind you're trying to do something about whatever it is that you'd like to, just leave it alone, right? You'd like it. When you're, quote, trying to let go of something, why are you trying to let go of it? Because it's affecting you in a negative way. Oh, but if you drop it, <laughs> my favorite command from dog obedience school, drop it. <laughs> I, I've learned that really well every time I've been to dog obedience school. <laughs> I don't know if the dog learned it, but I did. Okay. Yeah, she did actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentle. And, and why that's so important when you're training a dog is because they dogs have strong teeth. <laughs> if they bite you... They have to know the command, drop it, you know, let it go. And drop it is kind of a good good analogy, isn't it, to letting things be. Is you, You're no longer engaging with that thing. You're just letting it be. You're dropping it. Okay, I'm dropping this argument. I'm dropping this uh, battle. I'm dropping this pain. I'm dropping this hurt. Okay, I'm just going to let it be as it is. As long as I'm not trying to, mentally trying to do something about it, I'm not putting more energy in it. Huh. That's dropping it. That's letting it be. And when you are able to let something totally be, as bad as it might be, in your mind, you know, it's, this is terrible, but you're just going to, it's, it's already terrible. It's already being that way, right? Oh, so you resisting it can't make it better, it's definitely not going to make it better and it's going to probably make it worse because now you got more energy in it. So just by letting it be, you're going, okay, it's already like this. But we're, I don't want to stay stuck with this. I like to move on with my life. I like to move on with my experience. Yes, it was painful and hurtful before, but I don't want to carry that forward to my next step. I like to leave it here. Ah, that's not getting rid of it. That's letting it be. You leave it here. Okay, and then I'm stepping forward. I'm, and stepping forward 
as a spiritual being means you're you're a creative being. So as you're stepping forward into your new space, you're creating a new space. You're creating new energy. And that's why that question is important. Would I rather be right or would I rather be happy? Because if I choose that, no, this injustice was done to me and blah, 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 and, and I was hurt and whole bit, it's not right. Uh, you know, this person I, has to pay. This person, <laughs> I'm the one who's right, right? The, to be a victim means you have to be right. I'm the victim. He, he or she is the perpetrator. Okay, so I'm while I'm holding on to being right about my situation and what I experienced already, it's it's done. But but I'm not letting it go. I'm going. I'm I ma- maintain that I'm right about this. <clears throat> I'm the victim. That person did it to me. Okay, I'm right. Okay? Guess what? I keep on putting more energy into the terrible experience and the pain and the suffering, and I'm going to carry that with me. Meanwhile, the person who did it to me could be playing golf or tennis or (laughs) swimming and having a good time, having a a party. Oh, who am I hurting? Just me. Okay, so... But what if I choose to be happy instead of being right? Okay, then I move on. I, I look at my next step. What, what would I like? I, I'm choosing happiness instead of being right and being still in pain and still suffering. I, I've now carved out a new path for myself from right here, right here on out. I choose to be happy. Oh, I'm dropping being right. I'm letting it be. And as I let it be, it starts to go away from me because not because I'm chasing it away, not because I'm getting rid of it away from me. No, I'm walking away from it. Mentally, I'm going, yep, that's already here. That's already done. Can't really do anything about it, can I? No, I'm just done. Now, what's my next step? Hey, first thing, I don't want to stay in this funk anymore. <laughs> I, I, I would like to be happy. I, I like to be laughing. I like to be having a great conversation with somebody. You know, I like to be in the sunny day, whatever. And so, okay, I choose happiness. I'm happy. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, we have that argument, don't we? Because we're trying to feel happy first before we would, quote, admit that I am happy. Oh, I want proof first. But unfortunately, in a creative act, you don't get the product before (laughs) you commit to producing it, (laughs) right? So as a spiritual being, I'm infinitely powerful creatively. I can create anything. I can imagine anything. So right now, Even though I don't feel like it, I'm still kind of stinging from the experience or I still am bleeding from it or whatever. But right now, I decide, you know what? Not only would I rather be happy and just fantasize about it and think about it. No, I'm committing to being happy. I am happy. Oh, that's my new space now. I am happy. And even though when I first decide that I'm happy, I might not immediately feel 
overjoyous, <laughs> right? Uh, still some anger going on, still some sadness going on, fear, whatever. But I've decided. I set my course. I set my compass. I set my GPS to my new course of being happy. I am happy. Not I'm going to be happy as soon as I get even with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm moving forward. And guess what, folks? It's not going to take very long. If you really let it go, let it let the past be as it was, and you just move on and decide, okay, new, new pathway for me, new energy. Within a very short time, you start to go, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. And it keeps going that way. You keep on going, okay. But just because you start to feel better, you go, okay, now I feel better enough. I'm going to go back and get even <laughs> and be right about it. <laughs> then you go back to, <laughs> you change course again. You, you decided to be right rather than be happy. So you have to keep the course, stay the course of being happy. Because that is just a choice. You can, you can be happy with yourself. Ah, and guess what happens when you're happy with yourself? You start to open up to who you are and you start to give to yourself a life and experience much better than the one you had before. Huh. Yeah, right? When you really care about somebody, when you're happy with someone, you, you want to give them the best. It's when you're unhappy with them that you just go, oh, forget you. <laughs> you could leave now. <laughs> you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, some of the patterns we get into. If you might recall many of you when you were in high school, if you're not already out of high school, um, maybe you're still experiencing this. Uh, many high school students tend to get together in little cliques of friendships and um, and then you go into this judging of other cliques and so on and so forth. But once you graduate from high school, it comes time, and unless you're sticking around and hanging around with your friends for the rest of your life from high school, there comes a time when you have to let your friends go from high school because you are probably going to go to a different college than them. And it's painful, and oftentimes you might stay in touch with some of them, but as the years roll by, a lot of times friends will naturally move out of your life and new friends will come in. And it's like that throughout the course of our lives, actually. You know, we are virtual letting go machines, if you really think about it. Over time, we have to let go of friendships, as I was speaking about. We have to let go of jobs. You know, you get to a point in a job where you get fired or, you know, that's that's when you haven't paid attention to all the signs that you're losing your job in the first place. Or maybe you've outgrown the job or maybe you don't like how you're being treated or you don't like the boss that you have or something like that. And it becomes, it's it's your the universe's way of showing you, you know, it's time for you to take another step and move out of this energy and into another energy. You, and letting go of relationships of all kind, love relationships, you know, that, that even goes along with the friendships or even letting go of people who have died. You know, that's a relationship. See, all those relationships still exist in your reality 
But when you let them go, they, they just go to a different place in your connection with them. And the same with pets, you know, when they die or moving, moving from one home to another, letting go of a home, uh, letting go of retirement if you decide you still need to be making money or perhaps a non-productive project. Um, these are just a few things. We're letting go and letting go and, and having the opportunity to let go all the time. And there's a time sometimes when you are letting go of, even in the morning or uh, when you're cooking a meal, you're letting go of things that, that you don't need anymore, garbage. You know, like when you're cooking, you throw away the rinds and all the things that you're not eating. So if you think about this letting go thing, it's something you're doing or having the opportunity to do all the time. And you can become very, very good at it. So... I guess it's time for the commercial break here. Um, We're getting to our second break, so it's time to mark this on your calendar. We make announcements just before the breaks. On April 24th and 25th, uh, that's towards the end of this month, uh, end of uh, next month, because this is the last day of March, we're teaching an an extraordinary and timely remote weekend of four teleclasses plus a bonus Zoom class Q&A and social. The theme for the weekend will be psychic self-care, creative inspiration, and clairvoyant vision to live your purpose through times of global uncertainties. Through the four two-hour teleclasses, we'll teach you how to take care of your psychic self during this global awakening, because it's still going on, and heal yourself from the effects of others' energies to clairvoyantly read and manage the energies of beings, spirits around you, and to get to know your spirit guides for your psychic happiness. For all the class titles, write-ups, and details, or to sign up, go to the April calendar section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 530-926-2650 and speak with our assistant, Noel weekdays during business hour-specific time. In just a bit, we'll continue with Being Psychic and the Art of Letting Go. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We've been exploring how we can be psychic and learn the art of letting go. So let's be psychic and let go some more. I was talking before the break about how we are letting go machines to start with. And if you start paying attention to that, bringing letting go into your awareness about everything that you need to let go of, you know, get get rid of the riffraff in your life and get rid of what, not get rid of, Michael was saying getting rid of isn't exactly what we're doing, we're letting it be. I want to share a little story that uh, continues with what I was talking about before, which was, you know, how we have to let go of friendships to move on. We have to let go of people who have passed over or pets who have passed over or that wonderful apartment we loved living in, but it's time to move on. Well, I was also talking about letting go of garbage. You know, you you clean up your house, you put the garbage in the trash, and it goes in the trash, and it goes to the garbage man, and then it goes to the landfill, and there you have it. It's gone, right? Well, it's not really gone. You just don't, you have it out of your awareness, and you let it be garbage, right? And sometimes that's uh, what we go through when uh, we're letting go of people is not that people in our lives were garbage, although sometimes they seem like it. Um, it's just letting it not be part of your life anymore. Well, I have a funny story about garbage and what I was building up to here, which was <clears throat> one time Michael and I had a, an actual phenomenal experience. And what I mean by that is phenomenon in, in that uh, we were emptying out an apartment uh, in the middle of a move and phenomenon started happening in the apartment. A light bulb exploded and a couple other weird things happened. And then the funniest thing that happened was um, I had just wiped down with Windex a glass, my glass kitchen table. I went away from it for a few minutes and came back and it was covered from edge to edge and nothing on the floor and about an inch thick of every little snippet and snappet of gifts I had given in the four years, uh, snippets and snappets of the wrapping, of the gift wrapping of the four years we had lived there, uh, birthdays and Christmases and Easter and Valentine's Day. I recognized all the paper because I'm the one that bought the paper, but it was the little, you know, the little triangular corners and the long pieces that don't quite fit on on the gifts and that sort of thing. And, that was definitely garbage that had gone into the can and gone to the big garbage can and then gone to the <laughs> landfill. And here it was, and it wasn't dirty or anything. It was just just as it was when I put it in the trash. And, you know, some people ask me afterwards, well, did you save it? Of course not. It was trash. <laughs> I didn't need it. I didn't. If I showed it to anybody, they could they could say, you saved that from all this time. You know, how, how can I be, you know convinced that that was actually uh, something that manifested out of nothing. So I just, you know, when I we had a good laugh over it. It's like when an old relationship comes back to haunt you for another five minutes. 
and you you can get a good laugh at it uh, at it and let it go. Don't put any great meaning on it. If if you know you have to you have to keep letting it go, letting it be. Please do so. And that's what I did with those snippets and snappets. And let me tell you, there were a lot for the four years because I love wrapping gifts, and so does Michael. So we had a lot of that on that table that day. So letting go, letting it be, letting it yes. be trash. Yep. And letting it be, you know, you don't think about letting it be most of the time because you are letting most things be. You know, you're letting, okay, today's a sunny day. You're letting it be sunny. <laughs> you didn't know, grump it, around all day because it didn't rain, but yeah, it's still not going to really, rain. So that's the person who couldn't let go of <laughs> let it let it be sunny, and and so in most cases, you know, you're letting like Raphael talking about putting out the garbage. Well, most of us does, don't have a problem with with letting garbage be garbage. And we go, okay, it's garbage, so it's going to go in the garbage can. And then it's going to go out there on Wednesdays or whatever. <laughs> so we're letting it be what it is. And in most cases, with most people, we're letting the people be how they are and who they are and what they're doing and everything just because they're they're just that way. But when we are thinking about letting go of something or someone, it's, it's when we can't seem to let it just be or let that person be. You know, my boss yelled at me or, or so-and-so mistreated me, insulted me, whatever. And, and that was not okay with us. Well, it's okay that it's not okay with us, but we couldn't let that experience just be that experience and move on from there. We held it in our mind. We held it saying, oh, no, this was not okay. So somehow something was not okay. And when is something not okay? When there's pain. Somehow there's pain, right? It's always pain. It's not okay. Otherwise, if it's not painful, then you just let it be. And it's like, okay, that happened and we move on. So the only time you think about having to let go of something is when something is painful, bothering you, and you haven't been able to move on from that. Remember, letting go requires you to let whatever it is you're trying to let go of just be as it is. Be first, be the way you experience it. Okay, this is a lousy experience. Okay, that's I can't stand this. Fine. That's what it is to you anyway. For, to somebody else, it might be something else. But to you, it's just, you know, unbearable. Okay. Can you let that be unbearable? Ah, uh, no. Why? Why do we insist on holding on to the very experiences that are most painful because, not only because they're painful, we don't want that pain. Oh, I want to stop feeling this pain from this experience. So I want to let it go. But you're trying to get away from it. You're resisting what you're experiencing. And it's not just the pain, is it? No, we become afraid of it. If I don't get rid of this experience soon, I don't know if I, how much longer I can handle 
I'm, I'm scared. If I don't get rid of it now, it's going to stay and haunt me forever. I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. Got to get rid of it. And that's how we end up holding on to it. To let go, however bad the experience was, however painful it was, you got to realize, oh, it was past. I've already been through this. The experience I'm thinking about and worrying about and trying to figure it out and understand it and everything, it's already happened. Okay. I got to loosen my grip on it, my mental grip on it. So in my mind, I have to loosen that grip and go, you know what? This experience already happened. I can just let it be the way it was. And as you do so, there's going to be thoughts in your mind that comes up, come up that that's that's going no, but but that's not right. It was injustice. It was abuse. It was politically incorrect. It's da 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 da. It was insulting. It's harmful. Blah 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 blah. Can't let that get away. You know, person get away with it. Da da da. All these thoughts might come up, and guess what? You got to let all those thoughts be, so that they can just pass through. And you don't keep on, you don't make those thoughts into a tape loop that goes around and around and around and around and you can't even sleep at night because it's just still going on. Oh, okay. But we've all had those experiences, haven't we? Where even when we get to that point of, you know what? This is unhealthy. It's not good for me. I need to let this go. And we still, it just keeps going around and around and around. And we get angry all over again or sad all over again. So what's a person to do? So, first thing. Oh, realize I'm not being able to let it be. Okay, so can I let it just be what it is? It's screaming. Yep, let it be. It's screaming. And one of the things my teacher taught me way back when in this situation was he said, oh, You just have to learn to enjoy not enjoying it. (laughs) All the time. It was great because, you know, none of us have a problem, uh, has a problem enjoying what we're already enjoying, what we love and we're happy with already. We enjoy it. It's great. No problem. It's what we don't initially enjoy. Ah, none of us enjoys suffering. None of us enjoys pain. None of us enjoys any of this stuff. And so when we don't enjoy something, what happens if you decide, you know what? Since I know I I don't enjoy this and I can't enjoy it, I'm not ever going to enjoy this. Okay? Great. Let let that be. I, I don't enjoy this. Period. Can I enjoy not enjoying this? Oh, Yes, because I don't enjoy this thing that's happening, but I could enjoy myself not enjoying. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be Scrooge. uh, Bah, humbug. I don't enjoy this (laughs) at all. But I am thoroughly enjoying being Scrooge and not enjoying this horrible, horrible thing. Ah, what happens? Whoa. You know what? I don't feel so bad. 
start to find a little amusement. I'm, I'm <clears throat> laughing even, and, and I'm starting to enjoy it. And when I start to enjoy it, what happened to the, all that non-enjoyment I was going through? Oh, all that grumpiness goes out the window. Because enjoyment comes from being able to have who you really are, that limitlessness of spirit. Non-enjoyment comes from shutting down, excommunicating yourself from yourself, from that bright, limitless part of you. Ah, so it's, it's like you take away from your, you know, the sun is shining brightly outside, but you put the curtain, the blackout curtains down, and so you can't see it, and you go, I'm in the dark. That's an enjoyment. But if I decide to enjoy not enjoying Hey, I, I'm enjoying being in the dark. Then that curtain starts to disappear and the sunlight starts to come in. And this is why, too, many of you might have had that experience of, boy, when I'm having fun, time flies. But when I'm not enjoying, when I'm really down and out, it just drags on and on and on. The day seems 10 times longer. Ah. What's the key secret to that is, oh, yeah, when you're enjoying, you're not holding on. You're letting everything be as they are, and you're moving on. You're not getting hung up. Not letting go, not letting something be is very much, if it got played out on a strictly physical level, it's like being on a bicycle, and then you see this shiny pole, and you, you kind of go, oh, what's that pole? And you grab onto it when you're going really fast on a bicycle. Guess what? You're going to get hurt, because the bicycle is going to keep on going, and most of your body is going to keep on going, but your hand and arm is going to be stuck on that pole. You're going to get, yeah, if you don't let go soon, you're going to get yanked off. You know, that's, uh, uh, we saw a dog uh, on a leash with a person on a bike. And the dog got interested in us while he's going really fast. Well, he almost lost it. But the log dog had to let go so his owner can't get hurt. Yeah, that's, that's a great example. And another one is, um, you know, for instance, when you lose a friendship, um, this is a practice I do is, because I love that person, you know, it's usually because of love that you get so hurt by whatever happens. So because I love that person and, and something happened doesn't mean I cannot still love them. I don't have to show it to them or express it to them because they're not going to accept it, but I can have it within myself. And that's healed for me a lot of the relationships that, that went wonky. Well, we're at the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us once again. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to our free newsletter to find out all about what we're doing each month. Go to michaeltamora.com to sign up. Join us next Wednesday and find out how much you can have your psychic R&R by learning to make more space to be you. Remember, too, to join us for our next teleclass this Saturday, April 3rd from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time to learn to do energy work to feel better and feel like yourself again. Check our website or call our office for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura, and please be sure to check our Facebook sites and friend us. Thank you very much. See you next week. 
we appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.